I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't show it on the football. It's so goddamn hard, but I hold on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stag Simpson as the fantasy millionaires. Q Bon Jovi, because we are halfway there, people. Hopefully, you're not living on a prayer, people. Take our hand. We will make it, I swear, people. Oh, living on a prayer, living on a prayer. All right, people, it's halftime. So keep that TV muted because cash and stacks are dialed in and ready to help elevate your teams. Stacks, my man, how's vacation? Um, Stressful. And it's not not great. So you got a beautiful fire going there. Come on. Thank you. Uh, An homage to EB from the Junkies. It was a one match lit fire. Uh, I know real men rub their hands together and sparks, you know, fly out their balls and shit. But you know, I'm a real man with fire with a match. That's what I did. I lit a match. One match. You get one starter. That's it. You have to pre prep all your wood. You have to get your little shavings ready. You got to peel off your pieces. One match is it that's all you get and i got it so eb you're the man shout out from the junkies if you don't know uh you know you don't live in the dc area because if you do live in the dc area eb junkies is the man love that guy so uh wanted him to know he'd be proud of me as is my uh you know radio father i was able to do it hmm why, why what's the big deal about one match man i want to blowtorch it well no i mean if you have to keep using match after match it's you know it's kind of like a it's like a fail you know, you, you didn't really prep your, your materials. You don't have your, your wood in a, in a advantageous, you know, fire. I got you. you I know? got you. So it's, it's an indication of the setup. Yes. You, you did great prep work mm-hmm. for the fire. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think he said real men start it with one match. You know, you get one shot. Uh, you don't get mm. 17 matches. You keep lighting. I mean, you got a lighter. It's kind of cheap, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you have a controlled environment here. It's, it's nice. Lit it up, beautiful little area. I might hear the sound a little different. Don't have my green screen here. I'm not at home. So, uh, but shout out, man. I'm excited to be here with you. Excited to talk fancy football. Excited to talk football. Uh, your boy, Mike Cash Collins, last week on the dirtiest, nastiest cube stack I've ever heard in my life. Uh, he, he told you to play Tua with Mac fucking Hollins. Uh, and Mac Hollins definitely was second on the team, over 12 points, DraftKings points, caught a touchdown. Uh, if you played Mac Collins, you four maxed. And uh, if you played Tua, you know, probably like, you know, five max. So I loved it, man. I said to call that out. I tweeted it out. But you're the man. Great call. And we're going to get into it again this uh, this evening, this afternoon, wherever you are, East Coast, Standard Time, West Coast, wherever you're at. I think Bo's just waking up in the morning. Uh, Hawaii, it's still yesterday. So, um, but if you're doing stacks of cash with us, that'll be later in the program. We get into the DFS right before three tweets. So I'm excited about that. Uh, what about you, man? What were you excited about this uh, this NFL Week 7? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, last week was definitely good calls. I mean, um, Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, that was my sirloin. Uh, mm. Yeah, two. I, I mean, I told you to start Tua. I told you to start Damian Harris. I told you to start C.J. Uzama. Oh, me too. Um, Uzama. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah it was it was a good week it was a good week um playing dfs um i i told you i ran out of time you gotta make sure you gotta i i i am i am building the the strategies for doing these you know 100 over 100 ent entry uh hand -built DFS lineups hand-built not not uh, with an optimizer yeah You're i'm doing hand-built lineups um you know and yeah, you know, part of it is what we do on the show. I mean, we're 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 picking out kind of crux guys and then hand building hundreds of lineups and uh that I didn't leave myself enough time on Sunday mm. and I had to uh uh just like cycle through at the end with Patrick Dude. Mahomes Dude. in like Yeah, I had to do like 50 Mahomes lineups, which I would have still done. A, I mean, Mahomes was definitely one of my plays for the week. Um, you know, honestly, if we're going to get into the NFL right off the top, that to me, you know, I, oh, all right, I'll answer the question first. My favorite part of, uh, week seven was the DeAndre Swift touchdown. That was, mm. I, I was on the phone with you when it happened. You were screaming. I was, yeah, I was going nuts. I was going nuts. Um, that was, that was an awesome touchdown um that guy has just incredible vision um he really if you give him space he 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 navigates the field i mean he really does like he sees he sees where to go he sees the angles he sees how to get into open space and when he gets there man it, that guy is a weapon uh, so that was probably my favorite for, for week seven. I definitely want to come circle back to what's going on the chiefs, but what, what was your favorite week seven moment? You know, it might've been that Van Jefferson touchdown just because I picked Van Jefferson in a bunch of lineups and, uh, you were on the phone with me when that was happening. I was screaming Van Jefferson touchdown. So, uh, I, I like it when our guys hit, you know, um, last week I told you guys to play Matthew Stafford and that hit. And then I also told you guys to play. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. That was my that was my solo and that was my top play of the week. So you know, I just love it when you pick guys and then they hit and you see them hit, and so you know you're either winning money for yourself or others. And so I think that those individual moments of your guys that you've kind of deep dove into uh, or you know did deep dive into uh, that week it matters. So I mean, I got more sites when you when Mac Collins caught that touchdown. I think than Van Jefferson. Honestly, for you, I was just like Mike Collins called it. Mike Collins called it. I knew it. Like I just knew it right away. Like I remembered it. I forgot it. Like going into the game, I would never remember that. It's, a, it's like a stupid you know thought for me to have. Like Mac Collins, as soon as the touchdown. I was like, Mike Collins fucking called that. So, Dude, didn't Isaiah Ford have a touchdown in that game yeah, too? Yeah. 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 Mm. Tua was a monster play at 5,500. Oh, I loved um, it. I loved it. I was like, because I called that. That was one of mine. I, I had him with Waddle, which he was fine. He was okay. He didn't, didn't blow up, but you went even dirtier uh, and got that Mac Collins gristle for, you know, 3,000, whatever it was. It was beautiful. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Sacks Cash tonight. I think, I think. I have some good picks, so we'll see what we come up with. So, well, I have to ask you a question because I'm telling you what I like. I, I, and did you finish telling us what you like? You did. You you, you had your your big yeah. play there. Uh, let me tell you what I did not like, and, and maybe this is a new part of the segment that we kind of jump into. What we like, what we didn't like. I didn't okay. like that, that stupid NFL rule that says if a quarterback dives forward, he is giving himself up. That rule needs to be modified to 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 disregard if you're in the end zone or near the end zone. If you're diving to the end zone. 
you're never giving yourself up. No one ever was like, yeah, yeah, I gave myself right before the end zone. Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It should have been a touchdown. The fact that it's even in the rule book and they've modified it or they haven't modified it yet is a huge glaring hole in the NFL's game. And you can say, well, those are the rules. The rules are stupid. They used to not be able to throw the ball forward. And they used to have the goalposts on the fucking field. So you know what? I don't want to hear about the rules. I want to hear about immediately modifying them to actually reflect reality. And, and he was trying to score. He just missed. He reached out. He was a couple inches short. No one was near him. That's a touchdown. I'm not even a Washington football team fan. As a football fan, though, that bothered me because everybody in the world knows that's a touchdown. Yeah, the Taylor Heineke play. That was uh, that was weird. And then the play after that was weird, too, where he fumbled. And then when he recovered the fumble, they said uh, forward progress was stopped. Uh, the moment he recovered the fumble, okay, that's fine. That that that's that's a weird rule. I remember being in a uh, bar, um, arguing with a guy from Israel about why football is better than soccer, and his his criticism was a really good criticism. He was just like, how how do you guys know the rules? It's it's like every time it seems like nobody knows all the rules. It seems like they just come up with new rules on the fly and everything's weird. Well, since that is kind of true and it's crazy how many rules they have, the rules committee should definitely get together and I'm fine with protecting players and when a, when a, a, I'm definitely fine with protecting quarterbacks and when a quarterback is giving themselves up and they're diving forward. Don't hit them. Great. Good rule. I like the rule. Except when they're at the goal line. That rule does not make sense. So it's a good call. I like I like this new segment. What what do we hate? Yeah. Uh, that I I'm I'm right with you. They should be making like a huge scene about this. Like this is a glitch in the rules. Taylor Heineke is trying to cross the goal line, goes down, untouched, gets up, crosses the goal line, and that's not a touchdown because he was giving himself up at the one-inch line? No, he was not. No, he wasn't. That's a glitch. That's a that's yeah. an error in the rule. Like, like, since there's a million rules, change that rule. Like, get together, say, okay, it, it's giving yourself up unless you're inside, you know, the five yard line and you're running for the end zone okay uh, if you're if you're beyond the five yard line and and, and, and and it's the play starts there that's fine whatever it, it, I, I i once you get inside the five then okay. yeah you're you're trying to get a touchdown so yeah. well I, i'm gonna agree i'm gonna say this imagine if it had been aaron Rodgers last year against tampa bay he dives for the end zone he's untouched Right, he's untouched. No one gets him. They, they, they actually, he actually goes for it on that play, and then they call it back. He scores. He jumps up. Lambo goes crazy. The, the whole roll goes nuts, and then they go. Ah, ah, ah. He was, he was giving himself up at that point. You'd be like, what the? F Change the rule immediately. Yeah. He's not giving himself. Everyone understands it. So I just think we should immediately change that rule, like tomorrow. They need to do that. So that's yeah, how about they wouldn't have called it either. That's yeah, more that's likely. Exactly right, because he's Aaron Rodgers, and they would have been like, hey, "Look at that! Look, he's the goat! He's the goat!" Ah. Right. So, right. 
which I would have done too, because that's a stupid fucking rule. So, okay. Anyway. I got my thing I hate. Okay. The Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Bo called that, by the way. We're talking about things Bo called. He called the Kansas City Chiefs struggle bussing with, with interceptions galore for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I mean, this is concerning. Uh, uh, they're three and four. I mean, this is... I mean, and I watched that game in parts, and so, you know, it's not like I did a deep dive, but just what I saw. Um, Patrick Mahomes is n- n- not playing well also. I mean, that that, that that's one game, but um, things are just trending really wrong for that team. Uh, and the defense can't stop anybody. I mean, the defense, the defense is worse than the National Football League. So, so you have that element to it. I mean, this is not how you win championships. You need you need to have you know twenty two guys that can play really good football, and you can be strong on one side of the field, but you have to be adequate on the other side of the field. That's the only way you're going to be a good team. Okay. Well, I mean, they can't beat Tom Brady. Look at Tom Brady. He scored 40 points against him almost. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, he's not going to, they're not going to ever beat the Bucks. There's no way they're going to beat the Bucks. That, I mean, they're not, but here's the thing. They can't Forget the, the Bucks. They're not going to make the playoffs. Right. Like, th- this is an insane turn of events. Uh, I mean, Maybe they squeak in and get a, a, a wild card, but what I mean, what I saw in that last game was just Mahomes is missing people. Like he was not playing well. That's that's the worst I've ever seen Patrick Mahomes play. Like it was one of those kind of moments where I've never seen this before from from this person. So it's giving me pause now. You see this. I mean, I'm an overreactor. Like, you know, it, it, I, Aaron Rodgers will have these kind of games, and I, I get nervous. Okay, Tom Brady had a few of them, and people said his career was over. Right, right. So, so that's the thing, is that maybe this is one game, and and, and based on the quality and skill level of that person, Patrick Mahomes. M- it should be right. The odds are in favor of that. Yet, yeah. I have not seen this before, so I don't know. Like I get when I see when I see somebody who doesn't do this start doing this. It, it's it, I mean, this is now you know part of my understanding of who Patrick Mahomes is. Patrick Mahomes to me was the greatest quarterback in the NFL. You know and. I don't think he is right now, which is wild to me. And some of it's not his fault. I mean, I, I think his offensive line is really not doing what it needs to do. But you can't just blame it all on everybody else besides him. He was missing throws, like just not Patrick Mahomes. He did not look like Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, no, he did not. And it, honestly, neither did his wide receivers. Uh, neither did Kelsey. You know, they they are uh, as a unit, they're they're dinged. They're dinged up. I mean, that stinger, the knee, there's there's just 
NFL is a game of seconds, microseconds, fractions of seconds, and all those edges, you need them. You need all of them. And uh, they're not getting them right now, and their defense is putting them in, you know, down 14 nothing, 21 nothing. It was cute a couple years ago in the in the NF or AFC championship game, and it was a cute the in your divisional round, too. It's not cute when you're so they three and four. Are they two and five. What are they? They they're not to three and four. Three and four. It's not. I mean, they could definitely make the playoffs, but they just don't look good. And the Raiders and the Chargers look a lot better. So that's going to be a uphill climb for them in the division. I mean, I just I don't see how with that defense they're. I, I honestly just don't think that they're going to make the playoffs because the whole formula is that their offense was so high powered that it didn't really matter what the defense did, like just shoot it out. And they're not shooting it out. I mean, we've seen again and again, like you saw them versus the Bills. And that game, the Bills have a really good defense. And the Chiefs couldn't deal with that. Like, like they they can they're still gonna put up points. Um, but that's if Mahomes is, you know, just so on point. And now you're, you're, you know, you're playing the Titans who, uh, you know, maybe that defense is starting to come alive a little bit. I, I was not expecting the Titans defense to start off the year so bad. Uh, I mean, they, they, they drafted a corner in the first round, I believe, and they had made some moves where I thought, okay, this is going to now be instead of, uh, you know, a bottom third tier defense you know, a mid-tier defense. Okay, so maybe that's what they are now. Maybe they're, you know, mid-tier. The Chiefs put up three points versus a mid-tier defense. Like, what? What? That's, that. like, that's, the formula is completely broken. It's like, it's like the reverse of the Washington football team. Like, we were supposed to have a somewhat adequate offense and our defense was supposed to be top five. So we're going to stay in every game. Yeah, we might beat the Cowboys 20 to 17 because our defense is so litty. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, uh, it's a gross overestimation of the talent and the skill that uh, levels of, of players, particularly in Washington. We talk about the defense, but in Kansas City, you're not looking at um, the team playing well. And I mean, I'm not going to say it's a Sammy Watkins issue because it's not. He was hurt last year. But, you know, uh, you've got CEH out as well. And he's not really done what they thought he was supposed to do or what everyone thought he was supposed to do. Um, we got that, dude. Of course. I mean, th this offense needs a Priest Holmes type running back to make them electric, to, to set them apart. Imagine if Todd Gurley actually was was not, you know, dust. Uh, they, they need someone who can inject some some life into the backfield so that Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to throw the ball 70 times a game. Um, I don't know. It's it just it's not a formula. I mean, I think their offensive line as a unit has, um, you know, taken, uh, you know, a few step backs from from where they were in 2019. And that's part of it. And it just looks like Patrick Mahomes has like never been hit at the NFL level and he's, um, you know, he's just always kind of figured out those inches. And all of a sudden, it's like he's just not as aware of, you know, the pressure. It, it's like he's not he, he, he's not keeping track of things. And then you saw that gruesome hit towards the end of the game where, you know, his neck went all the way back into the middle of his shoulder blades like that didn't look good. 
Here's what's crazy is it basically any play you can call roughing the passer on. Like any play, they touch the quarterback. Why didn't they call roughing the passer? The guy tackled him by his leg, which is against the law. You can't touch the legs. He wrapped him up by his leg, personal foul. Then the next guy hit him in the face, hit him in the helmet with his shin pad or his thigh pad. That's a personal foul. There should have been three personal fouls on the on the game, on that play. You know what I'm saying? Like the NFL changes the rules all the time. Like you mentioned, I, as soon as I saw the hit, I was like, oh, those, those are all, where's the flag? I couldn't believe they didn't throw flags. Patrick Mahomes always gets flags. So uh, it was wild to me too, just to see him banged up. And I hope he recovers. I hope he's fine and he's ready to go. Cause that didn't let it just, my neck hurt after that. I had to crack my neck. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one more thing I love. I'm watching this game as we're talking, and this has been going on all game. DK Metcalf is big boying Marshawn Lattimore. Like, it's oh, hilarious. I love that. <laughs> you know, he's like, he just, he just keeps, it's like, it looks like a seventh grader on the playground with a fourth grader, and he's just pushing, he just keeps, like, anytime there's an opportunity for him to block, you know, and and the play gives him a chance to push Marshawn Lattimore. He just pushes the crap out of him, and Marshawn Lattimore is getting so frustrated because he's so much bigger than him that he's. I he just chop blocked him in the face afterwards. He just like he get a penalty, little fourth grader, and tried to hit the the sixth grader in the face. He's been doing this all game, and and then after he does it, DK Metcalf just looks at the ref like, well, "What are you gonna do?" Like. Come on, didn't you saw him just try and karate chop my face? And it's not hurting him at all. Nothing <laughs> Marshawn Lattimore is doing is hurting him. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Oh man, I love DK Metcalf. By the way, that guy. Oh my gosh, my homeboy, man. I, I yeah. fucked him hard. Uh, I love his blue hair. I love his attitude. You know, yeah. he, he's just uh, he's a grown ass man, as Pete Overzet would say. So. I like how he about faced on Shannon Sharp too. That was cool. Good for that you, DK. Fun. DK, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Smart he's, move. He's like 22 years old. Doesn't know who he is. You know? He doesn't know who he is. Yeah, that's okay. You learned. He's yeah, great. you watch. You watch some highlights on YouTube. You're like, oh shit, yeah. this, guy, this guy's yeah, really, this guy's good. really good. Yeah, that's okay. Super Bowl props. Yeah, props. I, I like Shannon Sharp because Shannon Sharp every day goes to work and tells Skip Bayless to shut his fucking face. Like that guy's a hero. He should get a medal. You know. Yeah. It, so. No, I love Shannon Sharp. I actually like Skip Bayless in spite of just his obsession with LeBron James and you know, the, the obvious heel role he likes to play makes a lot of good points. And I love when they argue, I mean, the whole show is built on arguments, so I don't watch that much, but they, they have good arguments sometimes. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not into, I'm, I'm not against arguing. I, I do like it. I, I just like when, you know, I didn't like when Skip Bayless was disrespecting uh, a lady the other, you know, maybe a month ago, and she just lit him up, man. I've never oh, seen Oh, that, that was on my three tweets, I think. Yeah, you put it out yeah. there. That was wild. So it made yeah. me, you know, like him less. So before know. we get into Tracy Page, should we touch on Deshaun Watson? I mean, the, the Miami Dolphins are trying to touch on him. You know, people are trying to touch on him. So uh, I, I don't know. It's Miami, that's a, you know, I, man. What a, if uh, the only team that makes sense to me is the Carolina Panthers? That, that makes that makes sense to me too. Well, I think yeah. I think Miami is the only team he he's approved because he has the no trade clause approval, non approval. You know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think that's just the one that he has um, uh, allowed you know himself to be traded to. So I don't know. I mean, you might, you might have to approve the. I think he does. He's got to approve the Panthers. 
I saw Annie Holloway from the footballers tweet this today. He's getting traded this week. I, I, I didn't deep dive on the research, but mm -hmm. I, I trust him. It didn't seem like it was a joke. It wasn't a Barry McCockiner tweet. No, it was, sure wasn't a Barry McCockiner. No, I don't think so. It's hey. Annie Holloway. Annie Holloway tweeted it. He, okay. he said he's he's getting traded this week, and the three teams that are have a possible chance of getting him are the Philadelphia Eagles, Carolina Panthers, Miami Dolphins. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I like all those teams. Uh, mm -hmm. I think if Carolina gets him. That's the that's the best for for him uh, right now, just because Sam Darnold's you know. Nasco's Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. for the record, we should all be able to say that as adult grown men here on the show. Yeah, I think yeah. we all need to just put our big boy pants and admit Sam Darnold is not as good as Derek Carr. Yeah. No, no. Derek Carr is, is better than Sam Darnold. Yeah. Greater than sign. Yeah. Yeah. Um, both Bo suggest he gets traded to prison, maybe for the ghost of Burt Reynolds or Adam Sandler. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, that's, that's not a bad trade prison trade yeah. yeah i got a i got a good tweet later we'll 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 do a yeah, i got a, an alec Baldwin tweet. Later. yeah <laughs> um all right you ready to go all right trades get paid all right trades get paid are brought to you by occupy fantasy uh, please go do check out occupy fantasy Bo and I build the Millie Maker uh, lineup every week over on Chalk Block with Occupy Fantasy. Love them. They got the percentages. They got the best plays each week. Uh, it's one of my favorite tools for the showdown slates as well that they have. Uh, they've got the daily plug where they break down each of the slates. And they've got Brian Jester over there giving out uh, his DFS advice on the private podcast. So only for premium members. Do check it out. Link in the YouTube below. Uh, let's talk about it. Who? I only have one. I've got one big. Well, i got two. But i got one big dog. Uh, who are you trying to get paid with your trade with? So at this point in the season, I, I have I have three. And I, I feel like this is this is now the more important segment than the wire. Be, 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 this is like the wire. Man, that was tough getting ready for the wire this week. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I think I got three good ones. OK, I first one that came to me is Emmanuel Sanders. OK, so I, I you know, whenever I'm giving out fantasy advice, I'm not going to say trades get paid jamar chase you know like jamar chase. you should yeah you're not gonna get, get jamar, jamar chase cooper no cup. one's giving up jamar get chase cooper cup yeah no one's giving up cooper cup no one's giving up derrick henry so i'm giving you right now in a 12-man league uh the 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 top wide receiver three with you know mid-range wide receiver two potential uh his targets in six games, eight, six, 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 five, eight. Um, and he's on an offense where he is, you know, the CD Lamb or Amari Cooper. I guess that debate's still up in the air, but he is the wide receiver too on that offense and nipping at the heels of Stefan Diggs. I mean, Josh Allen, he, he doesn't have a preference, man. Like, it, I, I don't, I don't see, uh, why Emmanuel Sanders 2021 season doesn't look exactly how it's looked in the first six games. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, if it's somebody who's got, you know, six really good wide receivers on their team, 
um, and they're weak at running back, I think you could get that, you know, and, and, and maybe you have your, your high on that position, you know, and you can give up somebody, you know, that you're just going to keep on your bench for, for a plug and play wide receiver three to wide receiver two. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, you know, here's somebody I, I'll give you, uh, one, just, you know, shoot for the stars. Like you say, no one's going to trade you Jamar chase. Somebody might trade you Dalvin cook. Dalvin cook is the 25th best running back right now in fancy points. I'm not talking about, you know, what we think and what we like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, he actually, I, that was DraftKings. I'm sorry. Uh, he is, uh, 20, 28th. He's 28th in PPR points. So, uh, you know, if you drafted Dalvin cook, that's a top three pick right there. Um, and so you, maybe you, you drafted Alexander Masson and you're just good to go and it didn't matter. Uh, but he's coming off a buy and by Mageddon was real. It is real. Not this week. We have two, but there are going to be more buys for other players on your team. And Dalvin cook is somebody who, if the person is frustrated and if they're, if they're losing, if you drafted Dalvin cook, they might be two and five right now. You might be one and six, uh, go for those players who are huge upsides and give up a couple of your really good players to get Dalvin cook. He is a beast. Uh, I love Dalvin cook. And then on the other side, if you're looking for, you know, the upside at the end of the year, Javante Williams, we've been talking about him. You know, he's the 23rd best running back. Melvin Gordon's 20th right now. You know, they're only separated by, I don't know, six, seven points. So uh, Javante Williams, uh, he he is I like uh, that PPR machine. So I, I like love it. 22 targets, 22 receptions, 122 yards touchdown so far. So that's the guy I would get. Uh, Dalvin Cook's a long shot, by the way. Javante Williams, like you said, somebody you can actually get. Yeah, I think Javante Williams is definitely somebody you get. I don't think Dalvin Cook is going to be somebody you can get, um, but you never know. I do think Javante Williams is somebody that you can get, and I like the suggestion. Um, in fact, I was thinking about listing him. I think that's a really good uh, recommendation because, you know, that offense is it, it, it's annoying. Um, it, it's definitely a timeshare, but. Javante Williams is, um, it, I think, I, I think the preseason prognostication of him being the RB one, I believe that at the end, as long as there's no injuries, right. He will be the RB one and it'll be by what he's up, you know, 10 points now. It'll probably be like that. So it's not, um, you know and then and then if melvin gordon's older ass does get injured now you're looking at a premier situation right so um i i i but either way um that guy's just you know he's a he he's a he's a he's a perfect flex every week you know he's got a nice floor um and um you know you're just we're just waiting for him to um get hot you know and when that happens um you know maybe he he starts to to break away and they they give him some more carries but the thing is is that everybody wants to hate on melvin gordon i know you and bo are not fans sadly you know you can you can (laughs) he's still there he's still there Dude, I mean, you can dig your heels in. Melvin Gordon is good. He's good. He's not. He doesn't stink. It's not. It's not like a situation where, like, if you're a Javante Williams owner, which I am, you are 
you know, you're frustrated because from from your side of the field, from the, you know, the fantasy, um, what you don't say ownership anymore, the fantasy, uh, what do you, what do you, manager, fantasy manager perspective, you are, um, you know, you're, you're like, what are you guys doing? Well, here's what they're doing. They're playing a really talented running back who also makes really good plays. I mean, you, you saw on Thursday night that sick little dive to the end zone and yeah. and when you're looking at that kind of talent you you can say whatever you want i mean he's that guy is really good at playing running back and he's not done so it, it's going to be you know as if there's no injuries it's going to be kind of like what you see but i do think it's a good suggestion because i think you can maybe get him you know and i think his floor is what we've seen and it's only going to get better so i like it yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I'm down with that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, also, uh, Bo was suggesting two suggestions, one running back, one wide receiver, T. Higgins, who I really do like that. The Jamar Chase fire is going to continue, but there's room for some T. Higgins fire as well. And then Michael Carter, he's somebody who I actually was going to talk about later in the Elevate section, which is coming up. Um, I think he's somebody who's worth a look as well. Just as a PPR back, he's been getting tons of, tons of volume, just like Williams, so uh, even more so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Michael Carter, he might be on the waiver wire in, in uh, you know, 10-man league. So, um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, so I had a couple running backs, too, and then I have a tight end. Um, so two running backs, same same deal. It, they're, they're, they're the Melvin Gordon and uh, Javante Williams of the Cardinals. Um, James Conner and Chase Edmonds. I think both of those guys you could reasonably get. And I think both of those guys are uh, the, the, Connor is is the you know he's the goal line guy, and um, Edmonds is the work the workhorse for a lot of the rest of the field. I think both of those guys. It's, it's, it's amazing how the NFL flips you on, on your head as a fantasy analyst because going into twenty twenty one, my whole decision on Cardinals running backs is that Kyler Murray, it, he's the Jalen Hurts of that offense. Well, now they are trying. It seems like, you know, Cliff Kingsbury has decided to protect him more and use somebody like James Conner. And uh, that offense is so high powered. Um, I think that both of those guys are, are guys you could you could potentially siphon away for for, um, you know, somebody cheap on your bench and if you're weak at that position i think both those guys are valuable um the last one i've got is now this is this is almost a dalvin cook but i think this this play this is this is psychology okay uh, tj hawkinson oh the hawk talk yeah, the hawk talk now cj hawkinson is is probably in, in, in the top five for tight ends in your league so might be tough okay here's the thing the Jared Goff factor and there's a bye week looming for Hawkinson. He's, he's got one more week and then he goes on bye. Okay. I do think that the Jared Gaff factor can, you, you may be able to potentially psychologically manipulate the person that you're trading with for already top five. He's also had 20 targets in the last two games so 
Uh, it doesn't matter about Jared Goff. It doesn't. The, the Rams were keyed up the entire time to stop that dude. He still got nine targets. Like, um, you know, the formula for that team is going to be run the ball and th- attempt to throw TJ Hawkinson the ball on third down. And that's what they're going to do as an offense. So maybe he'd be a tough get to get. Um, you know, uh, because again, getting players that were drafted high is, is difficult. And you know, where was he going? Like sixth round, something yeah, like sixth that. round for sure. Yeah. So, so you know, um, if you've got a stockpile of guys and you're weak at tight end, that's that's a guy that maybe you could get. No, I like that a lot. All right, uh, that was trades to get paid by Occupy Fantasy. Do check them out in the link below. Please sign up. Mike and I get lots of lots of money. Actually, not that much money, but uh, we still appreciate any coinage we can gather. Uh, let's jump into our next segment, which is one of our favorites. Uh, it is The Wire, uh, and The Wire is brought to you by RunTheSims.com. Do check out RunTheSims uh, backslash Nimble. Uh, there is a link in the description below, of course. Sign up for a free account. I love Run The Sims. Uh, I think one of the, the lineups the other day on Run The Sims that Justin Freeman made won one of the showdown slates. One of them, like, you know, seven thousand, eight thousand bucks. So uh, that that pays for itself right there. You know, it doesn't cost that much. Cost maybe hundred bucks to join, but uh, that pays for itself when you can dink one of those little binks, bink, 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 bink. So uh, very nice. Uh, let's jump into it. Uh, who are you waiver wiring this week? I mean, this is now, and for the rest of the season, will be my least favorite part of the show. But it's still, yeah, I mean, you got to do it. You got, you still got to pay attention as a fantasy manager. So um, here's my QB for the week, Mac Jones. Um, I know it was versus the Jets, but uh, I think of the, of the QB class that just came in, Trey Lance, Justin Field, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. I had picked Mac Jones to have the greatest career. i backtracking i think trevor lawrence the number one pick overall will have the greatest career but i think mac jones will have the second greatest career and he's not progressing at the level that trevor lawrence is but he is progressing and um he's in a much better situation um and i think belichick has been very very kids gloves this year i mean i think they went for it on fourth down for the third time or something like that all year or something like that. Um, they're, 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 they're kicking field goals. They're playing old school football. Um, they're holding hands, and, they're holding hands. They're not, they're not, you know, fighting. They're, they're being, yeah, they're, they're dinking and dunking their way down the field. Well, they're, the, the, that is, that is shifting. Like they're, they're building this quarterback. Like he, he buys into the idea that, you know, you, it, there's a, big psychological component to this and you're you you know every week build his confidence build his confidence and you know i i, I think the mac jones show is just going to get better and better so that's all i got for qb no I, I like that uh you know i said uh trevor lawrence for me speaking of the other qb might have been dropped by week drops it happens people are like i gotta pick somebody up i, I had seven people in buys last week i mean it killed me uh, I had to drop some friends too. So, uh, you know, look, look out for Trevor Lawrence, uh, at the QB role uh, running back. I had to drop this guy. I'm kicking myself for having to do it. Uh, Kenny Gainwell. Yep, mine um, too. 
Yeah, I mean, he's just somebody who should be rostered in all formats. Yeah, Miles Sanders. Yeah, Miles Sanders. He's injured. Injury. I mean, even Boston Scott's worth a look. Yeah, he's worth a look for sure. But Gainwell is going to be the RB1 there. Yes. Uh, and so please make sure you spend all your fab on him uh, if you dropped him last week like I did as a big idiot. So uh, well, what about you? Any other running backs? I've got a couple more on the list. Kenneth Gainwell, Brandon Bolden. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, guy. he's James White. And uh, he's he's going to get PPR points. Played great. It's the yeah, Jets. Six, six so 67 and a T. So. Yeah, he's 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 the James White role. James White was, you know, drafted in your redraft league. So this is now your James White on that football team. And it is the Jets. So pump the brakes. He's not a plug and play. But, um, you know, it's PPR. More so. Yeah. PPR. Get Brandon Bolden. Mm-hmm, I agree. Uh, also, uh, just somebody to look at. Maybe there's somebody more in the trades to get paid. But if you're in a, you know, a, a weaker league, Kenyon Drake uh yeah he he is a valuable you know josh jacobs dinged again um and now i understand why they drafted or they uh they they signed him in the offseason they just needed another person in the backfield so uh it was it was jacobs who hasn't been healthy um and then you know samaj p ryan i know it's te- it sounds terrible and it was in garbage time that touchdown but um, he, he got some money. I think he got 48% of the carries too. So it wasn't like he was not on there. Joe Mixon, he's not completely healthy and they want to keep him around. They don't want to you know run him into the ground and, and use him up. They're actually a good team. They just, they're in first place, right? They're tied first place. So, um, yeah, I really do think that Samaje has some, some value going down the stretch. I'll give you one more too. It's, it's, po- it's, it's about as poopy as Samaje P Ryan, but David Johnson got five targets in the last game. And so I think he is reemerging as uh, the most, you know, important running back on that team. And um, they're going to be playing down. So the uh, the the pass catching back is going to be the, you know, if he's on the wire. But, you know, he he might be, you know, I mean, a lot of people probably like, yeah, I don't want that guy. He might not even been drafted in your league. He might have been on the wire the whole time. So. That, that is true. He had five targets last game, which is good signal. You want the targs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about uh, wide receivers? Who's your, your leading candidate to get scooped? Just It's just more poop, man. I'm hoping to hear somebody from you. I mean, so breaking news. Okay, go ahead. Breaking news. Devontae Adams test positive for COVID-19. That's I, I was going to say Alan Lazard. That was my number one guy on my thing right here. Right. Well, uh, so he was vaccinated. Um, he is playing Thursday night. So the protocol for a vaccinated player is they have to test positive, um, negative twice in, um, I guess, 48 hours. Uh, so he's got to test Thursday. Yeah, he's got to test negative tomorrow. So it, maybe there's a miracle. Please please lord take that COVID from his body i'm right. asking you because i need him sure. um, but uh chances are he is going to have now if it was a freaking sunday game you know i wouldn't be sitting here pumping alan lazard and uh mvs um marquez valdez scantling is also um most likely 
going to come off the injured reserve. He's already been practicing. He's already been doing drills. The hamstring seems to have healed. So I think either one of those guys is viable um, if you're a Devontae Adams owner and you you have you know you're looking to fill that void. Mm, yeah, uh, uh, Bo is advocating for a little Cobb salad uh, with your Aaron Jones step up. I don't like when Aaron Jones rushes six times for 19 yards because then like another game, he'll rush like 19 times for like 169 yards. And you're just like, hey, man, when are you going to do that? Can you give me a 411? So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, I, I, I digress. Uh, I'm with Bo on the Cobb. I like that. And then. The thing I like about Lazard, though, is he's a big body in the red zone. If you lose Devontae Adams in the red zone, I guess Tunyon becomes a factor. Maybe uh, Mercedes Lewis, if you're just, I mean, desperate for god-awful tight ends. But, uh, yeah, I think Cobb and uh, Lazard are probably the two. And MVS, too. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I think it downgrades Aaron Rodgers, if anything. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it just makes it so that, that A.J. Dillon matters more. I don't know. Does he matter yet? So, what what about a tight end? Do you have any? Tight- I got one more wide receiver too. Oh. It's poopy, but it, this is going along with my sentiments on Mac Jones. Uh, again, um, uh, Nelson Aguilar, uh, he w- he will be the downfield guy. So if if um, you know if you've got a really nice clean team and y- you got one you know crap spot in your bench, I think he's worth you know, holding on to and just seeing if they start going more vertical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they do, he, he, he is, he's going to, you know, he has the opportunity to, to get big plays. Yeah. And we talked about Kendrick Bourne last week. So hopefully yep. you were listening to the show and you scooped him up. Uh, he had 15 plus points this game. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, eh, you know, anyway, um, let's jump to tight end. I've got two on the list. Um, somebody who's not performed all year, who's been doo doo straight doo doo Robert, Funyun Tunyon, um, he has not performed. He's been on my bench in lots of teams, but um, maybe he's dropped. Maybe somebody just got tired of him and dropped him. Uh, I, yeah, there you go. I think with with the the Rogers news, uh, or yeah. sorry, the Adams news too, that makes him a little more viable as well. Totally. Yeah, I think Tunyon, and then Cole Komet sticking in the division, sticking with a you know uh, another tight end who is uh, you know maybe kind of coming up on the up uh jimmy graham had COVID 19 i'm not sure if he was vaxxed but he was he was out and uh you saw what cole Clement did you know six for seven or seven for six reception so uh, i like it that's what you want you want those targets tight ends are all about who gets volume and who's got touchdown upside i know the touchdown upside is not there but if you're chasing the volume cole Clement's getting a little bit right now um I've got two tight ends that we've already been talking about. I, I couldn't find it. CJ Uzama, if he's on your waiver wire, we've been talking about him since like week three. Yeah, and about- uh, brought up Mo Ali Cox last oh, week. Oh yeah, Mo, Mo yeah. Ali Cox. Uh, he's an elevate this week for me anyway. Mm, mm, yeah, like it. Yeah, Allie. I mean I, Mo Ali Cox probably on your waiver wire. Yeah. And, um, it's better than some Ali Cox, Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, man. He, uh, you know, look, Carson Wentz is playing well, and uh, that is he he has emerged as the premier target uh, on that team. Um, so, uh, you red know, zone, red zone, he is a threat for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's. Dude, he's a big boy too. Like, I mean, when he when he's doing just the normal tight end thing, you know, running across the middle versus linebackers, like 
he gets yeah. he, he makes plays and he's you know he he's gonna probably be able to get the ball instead of the linebacker yeah no i agree i love that pick play that, that Pittman played uh on that db as well didn't touch anybody did not touch a soul uh, I, I, I hate when they uh, do a rubber out and then they actually push them or hold them or get in their way. And then they call the pass interference. They're waiting to call that. They, the, the referees are itching every second to call offensive pick rub route interference. It's one of their favorite. They get like boners to call that, you know, they get, anyone gets near them. They, they touch them. They graze them. They're just ready to throw the flag. So Michael Pittman did one of those like dance, like don't touch dances right around there. It's just so perfect. And it just, as soon as Molly Cox realized he was going to score too, he, like you could just see like his face all lit up, you know, like his run changed a little bit. It was just so cool. Like he rounded the corner, ready to go diesel. And then he was like, Oh shit, I'm, I'm going to walk in this motherfucker. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, but Bo's right. The, the, the refs get massive erections to call that one. That's perfect. They love calling defensive pass interference, particularly against Michael Pittman. He gets them like all the time. Or is it just you know Mosley, who's you know still getting them called against him for the 49ers yesterday? But anyway, I, I will say they get they get so excited to call that and holding. Holding is their favorite. Uh, you know, on the offense, defensive pass interference, and then. Now they're calling the crackback block the legal. The if you block anybody and you're going backwards, oh man, it's just it's not the NFL I knew. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I digress. All right, so let, let's. Uh, anybody else there? Any defenses that you want to jump in on the this? Defenses. Week? Yeah, I got one defense. Um, and they will also be featured now. on the elevate portion. Uh, mm. Cincinnati versus the Jets. You got me. You got me. Stone yeah. cold locked. Yep, of course. You, you you want that, and then uh, you know, I this is uh, controversial, but uh, I would play Denver's defense against the Washington Football Team. I know Denver didn't look good a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, didn't look good last time they were I like out. It. But the Washington Football Team, they don't look good. They They're all look- over my mitigate section, so that's yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I've I've been mitigate there as well. Uh, so I think that's it. That that was uh, brought to you by Run the Sims, runthesims.com. Love those guys over there. Justin Freeman, check them out. Uh, they're also featured over on the Mayo Media Network, where I work as well. So a little, little brotherhood forming, and those are great people to be brothers with. So uh, let's jump into one of our favorite subjects and situations we call Elevate, Mitigate, Eviscerate. It's basically our start, sit, and drop uh, segment every week uh and this is brought to you by underdog fantasy get in there they've got pick them they have rivals i'm i'm losing more money over there during that than i am doing the best ball these days um, but do check them out you can do parlay plays up to five and you can 20 max your money uh, i did the other day i made 100 bucks on five you can do it as well go into underdog.com check it all out use code nimble when you go there all right let's jump in here players that you're elevating why don't you elevate the first player sir all right, QBs, Daniel Jones versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs, as we've been talking about on this program tonight, are the absolute worst defense in the league. And he might have his full slate of wide receivers. We don't know. Um, this is Monday, October 25th. So, um, you know, that factors in. Even if it doesn't, even if Dante Pettis is is the the wide receiver one on that team, the Chiefs stink, and especially versus quarterbacks. And now, especially versus a quarterback who is mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, and, and if he's getting the, the ability to throw it to Sterling Shepard, Darius Tony, Kenny Galladay, Darius Slayton, that's a nice set of wide receivers first just a dreadful dreadful defense so um you know i'm sure not a lot of people are are uh you know thinking oh i want to play daniel jones but he's got a juicy matchup this week uh you know what uh, he played a a pretty tough carolina defense i'm not gonna lie that was a a, a terrible football game um and and he pushed through and he was mm-hmm. he, he did an amazing catch as well uh, I'm not sure if you saw that one-handed grab. He was channeling his Odell Beckham Jr. on that grab. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff, I got to say. This guy's an athlete. I could just see him, if he wasn't such a wuss, uh, I could see him playing wide receiver or some other position. But, like, every time he he's running, you're just like, that guy's going to get hurt or that guy's going to fall down or that guy's going to, you know, just wince. He's got too much wince in his face, you know. There's something weird about how he kind of looks like Eli Manning, and yeah, I think that that's what you're weird. saying. Isn't it weird? He does. Like, he kind of looks like Eli Manning. And so that same, like, puss face, you're like, you're, 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 commuting it on to daniel jones like you're the eli like sourpuss face is getting imputed into like you know the countenance of daniel jones but um i mean he's totally totally different um i don't know if he's better um but uh i mean again he's taking a step forward this year uh if you're a giants fan you, you have to be excited because uh i mean it just would suck to have to start all over again um i don't think they need to but um this will be a, a another critical game for him in terms of you know whether he is going to be you know the franchise going forward and i think it's a great opportunity for him to, you know i don't know if they win or not um you know uh the next player uh, for rbs is is on the other side of the field um, you know, the, the giants suck, so I don't know if they're going to beat the chiefs, but, uh, I bet you Daniel Jones has a nice 30 burger. Mm, mm, it does sounds delicious against the chiefs, uh, at least 25. Uh, I, I'm confident in that. Um, I, I don't have any other quarterbacks to elevate necessarily. Uh, I think you get the most of the quarterbacks back that are the stable, you know, get Dak Prescott's back next week. You know, you got Justin Herbert, Maybe you know, he's got a calf injury. Oh yeah, you're right. I do have to check into that. That maybe is 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 right. Well, so I let, let's say that you um if you need to start somebody, you have to start somebody. You know, I, I'm I'm comfortable starting Matt Ryan. Uh, I think Matt Ryan has shown uh, with Kyle Pitts particularly. Shout out Bowman big time. He doesn't have like the all time leading receiving yards through like six seven games or six games as a tight end. Uh, rookie tight end. I don't know something like that. Bowman maybe called him out as a unicorn. I don't know. Um, but the dude is balling and hauling. So I really do like him against the Panthers. And so, you know, Matt Ryan, somebody who not, not great at times, but I think with Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage caught touchdown last week, uh, they're running back still not, you know, a huge part of the, you know, offense not running for touchdown. So I think this touchdowns they score are going to be through the air. And, uh, uh that's uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, that's what he does. That's his, that's his business. And so I think Matt Ryan is somebody who you can, uh, elevate as well. Okay. I like it. Um, RBs for me. Yeah. Um, going back to that chiefs giants game, the giants, 
you know, what they are worst at as a defense is stopping the run. And I think Darrell Williams, um, it's a good opportunity for him, uh, especially with just the weirdness of that last game and what we saw out of Mahomes. I think it's a good opportunity for them to establish the run. And, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him um, get, you know, a touchdown, you know, some some good PPR usage. And how about this? I think he's better than Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Like, I'm not I don't think either one of them is that great. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's I think he's I think he's better. Like they're they're they're, you know, mid tier running backs in the NFL. Like. Darrell Williams is he's good. Like he's he's Clyde Edwards Lair good, you know, like right. he's, he's good. He's I mean, right now he's got 13 more fancy points than Clyde Edwards Lair. So mm-hmm. well, I mean, I mean, maybe he played two more games. So it's not like he uh wasn't in the in the you know picture before that. He was playing, he's getting snaps. It was a timeshare. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, he just didn't have the full volume that that he's getting now, which is you know, uh indicative of of you know that when a player goes down, somebody gets elevated into a better role. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. I have somebody, uh, and this is somebody who I think uh, we talked about the Bengals defense. They've been good this year. Um, so the New York jets are going to be losing. Uh, and so Michael Carter is somebody who maybe you've been starting him. Maybe you haven't been, you've been reticent to back to back good performances. I think you can trust him, particularly as a PPR back, you know, he had seven targets last week. Uh, and, and those targets, you, you, you want targets. Uh, th- those are just like gold for, for running backs. Uh, and, you know, and Zach Wilson's out too. So there's really no threat of, of, you know, wide receivers taking away his usage. So they're going to have to lean on him. Yeah. He's top 20 in targets, you know, and uh, I, you, you want that. Uh, yeah, that. That's somebody who uh, they're top 20. You're, you're getting, you know, 23 targets so far in six games. So you're getting four or five targets a game. That's what you want. That's the goal. And he's getting, you know, seven last game. So you saw a nice uptick in targets. They're going to be losing. Uh, and uh, White's going to be throwing him the football out of the backfield. That's what he did well uh, before. I know he can do it again. So uh, I, I think that's a, a nice elevate this week. How about one more running back that I was thinking about saying, I actually don't love his matchup, but how about I victory lap on Elijah Mitchell? Did oh, you watch yeah. that yeah. game? He yeah. He Do you good. think he's worth what I paid for him yeah. in all the no, leagues? No, I don't think he's worth it all. I mean, I think you could have gotten Why him. Why not? He had 93 yards in the first half. You could have gotten him for less is all I'm saying. You could have still had I, mean, I don't. I, he's on my team. I, I don't know. care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want to have to, you know, try and get David Johnson off the waiver wire at this awesome. point. You that's know terrible. Yeah, that's just yeah. No, yeah. I understand. I'm not saying I, I don't understand. I'm just saying. Now, is he better than what Bo said? Bo says he has no lateral agility. Like, Bo just like, <laughs> he acts like this guy is just straight sauce. Meanwhile, he had the fourth most yards and a half of any running back in the NFL this season. And he just comes right in. And he looks fantastic. He looks like he like there's a reason why. Here's the funny thing that fantasy players never think about. Like, there's a reason why, like, like Shanahan's not just like, you know, uh, you know, Trey Sermon gets on my nerves. I'm going to start a lot. No, Elijah Mitchell looks better 
on the football field than any of the backs that he has. So he's going to get the starting position, you know, and that happens. It happens when you get guys in the sixth round, you know, talk, let's talk about James Robinson. You know, there are players that at that position, particularly that get drafted late that end up looking really good. And I think Elijah Mitchell is one of them, but anyway, I just wanted victory lap on that. Bo wants to correct the record. It was uh, Chuba Hubbard who's no lateral movement. Uh, oh, yeah, but but he he's not. He he did you know not love your wasting of all your fab, uh, for sure. But uh, I understand that Chuba Hubbard, uh, you know, he's got the no lateral movement. Uh, okay. Bo, Bo does have a ton of Mitchell in Dynasty, which is okay. you, you didn't pay up for him. You, you paid down at that moment. So yeah, um, yeah, semantics. I think he's a really good call. I like your victory lapping. Um, <laughs> you, you motherfucker! I meant to put that into uh, parts of this week that I loved because that was oh, that was great. Yeah. Just watching him just roll over that defense. Yeah, I'll tell you who I I'm gonna love to roll over the defense this week. If you're looking to pick somebody up, I did pick him up. I picked him up in the league. I played him last week. He did well. I mentioned earlier in the show during my highlights, Van Jefferson. Uh, Van Jefferson this week. He should be rostered. Uh, do you know who the the uh, the lovely Rams are going against this week? You know who mm, the, the 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 pits of yeah. the the armpits of, of of the United States Football League, the Houston yeah. Texans. Houston Texans this week. Yeah. So, I mean, I love Stafford. I love Cooper Cup as always, but that Van Jefferson. Yes, you know, um, too. And if you're looking for later, we'll talk about stacks of cash. But mm-hmm. you know, if you're looking for a pay down to to pair up with Stafford, who's always a little expensive, I think Jefferson's only thirty nine hundred. Still, he's thirty five hundred last week. They only priced him up four hundred bucks. Insert that laughing gif of Leo DiCaprio from Django Unchained. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, I got I got one that I think. Um, you know, it sh- it should be obvious. I hate to do the obvious ones, but. You know, maybe you're out there and someone like me who was, uh, I didn't know if I was going to play him this week until I uh, saw the matchup and I started looking at it. Jerry Judy is expected to be back on the field week eight versus our beloved Washington football team um, who cannot deal with premier wide receivers so uh i expect jerry judy to come right back onto the football field and have a monster day uh as he goes up against the football team the football team by Mm -hmm. the way i think it's so great to to watch and listen to the pundits here in dc particularly folks on 106.7 the fans shout out the junkies and uh great danny great shows uh they are really honing in on ron rivera now and on the fact that i mean the washington stinks they stink he stinks that he stinks Thanks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thanks. Everybody loves him because he had cancer and he's really not that good of a football coach. It's just, it is what it is. They were he's talking not that great. Oh, they were talking on the junkies about how 
everyone loves him because he gave this speech one time at halftime when he was a Carolina Panthers head coach. Uh, his team was getting blitzed. He gave this like really endearing speech. It's an amazing speech. And then his team went out and got bludgeoned even more. <laughs> 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 like, JP wanted everyone to know, like, like he kept bringing it up on the show. He was just like, I mean, he, they got bludgeoned worse. That speech was literally useless. And, you know, EB was like, yeah, but people really just liked it. You know, just like, like just, you know, just rung true with them. And so I think that's the problem is, is the Washington football culture. They, they accept people's words and the things that they say. And they're like, yeah, man, it sounds great. And then reality is, you know, a, you know, 37% winning percentage, which is crazy because Spurrier had that too. And so did Sorn. And then like the only football coach who was a little better was, was Gibbs 2.0. And then, you know, a little bit better for, you know, I hate, I hate riverboat Ron. I hate his stupid <laughs> go for it on fourth down. Every time that game would have been totally different if they'd kick field goals down there. Right. Like it would have been a totally different. There would have right. been a whole different level of pressure, you know? Yeah. Well, the, now the Washington football team's defense actually was decent in that game versus, you know, the, one of the best, like Rogers. Yeah. Versus, versus the, uh, you know, the, mini the best goat. chance of beating Tom Brady in the NFC or right. the or the Rams. I don't know. Right. Rams are. Yeah. We'll see if Aaron Donald can get in there and get messy again. Uh, they beat him once. You know, I mean, it's a regular season, but they did beat him once in so far. They or play- the Cardinals. I, I don't know why I'm sleeping on them, too. I mean, they're undefeated. So, yeah. Bo loves your Judy call, um, which is true. But anyway, we, we, we digress. Any, anybody else that you're you're looking to elevate? I mean, besides me, I got Ben Jefferson. I've got a tight ender. Or so, but I wanted to get I got your- Tyler Higby versus the speaking of the Rams. I got Tyler Higby versus nice. the Texans. Yeah, yeah. Higgleby yourself, you know, get Higby licious. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm I'm into that call, and uh, you're you're looking at just uh, somebody who he, he's going to get the volume, you know, and then they they're not great against tight ends. Uh, nope, sure. that's it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and you, uh, McVay knows how to exploit weaknesses, and uh, that's what they're doing this this whole year with with Cooper Cup. So I like they are it. they are they are the top three worst defenses versus tight ends. So um, yeah. expect mm. expect Higby to uh, yeah get factored into what uh, armchair fantasy analysts can see from a mile away. Right, right. I can't wait to hear on fantasy points Scott Barrett uh, and all those guys are talking about how Higby's the best play ever. In the history of plays, they did that. <laughs> they did that a couple of weeks ago. In week two, they're like, "Why is Higby not?" The, I think it was like forty-one hundred. Like, why is Higby not the Stone Cold best play in the history of fantasy? And then he did nothing. He got like five points or something. So I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" You uh, yeah, you know, I'll say this though: uh, Higby has has uh, he he he's continued to stay fantasy relevant in situations where, I mean. You know, he's had one bad game. So, right. like, I mean, his floor is 10 points, you know, in that game. 25. I mean, he got three right. touchdowns last year against the Eagles, won me 5K. So, yeah, yeah, he don't, don't ever look Higby uh, off. I like that people get hyped for him. You know, there's no hate, no hate. He had eight targets last game, so. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Uh, I'll tell you my other tight end that I, I'm, I'm elevating. We talked about him earlier before. Um, you know what's better than some alley cocks? Mo Alley mm, I like it. I, I want me some Mo Alley Mo, Mo, Mo. He was three for three, 25 and a tutty last week. And so uh that's just the ceiling of the floor. That's just just that's like basic. He gets that five. guy's getting like a tutty every week, dude. I know. I know seriously. Yeah, him and, and Hunter Henry, they're having a tutty off and who mm-hmm. gets one every week. And Jamar Chase is in that game too. There's guys who are getting touchdowns every freaking week. 
Jamar Chase, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, elevate him into rookie of the year. I saw Field Yates tweeted out, Jamar Chase just named NFL rookie of the year. I was correct. like, yeah, yeah, correct, correct, correct. correct. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's putting Joe Burrow in the MVP race. It's wild, wild. So I love it, man. He he. Uh, did you ever figure out who that he was compared to? We were talking the other day about uh, somebody that. Uh, uh, no, I never found that that comp, man. And I wish I did because it was like a really good comp. Like we'll it figure was, it out. We'll, we'll get yeah. back in there. Uh, I I do love that, uh, and not not. We'll talk about that later in, in the 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 stacks of cash um what what about uh any mitigations i, I believe there's some mitigations moving forward oh uh just again defense elevate oh, yes. Cincinnati versus jets I so that was something yeah. that was a like given we, we, we talked yeah. about it earlier yes um mitigate i am saying now this week i think uh everybody's you know uh, hyping hot on the tua train uh this is a horrible matchup for Tua and um they're they're going up against the Bills uh the Bills D dude I mean they're mm. like they, you know um I think it's I think it's Bills Tampa Bay and I can't wait to see that matchup um oh, yeah. I think the I think the Bills just have every piece that that puts you in the the Super Bowl and they are the worst defense for quarterbacks to play so i think um you know you might be you, you getting hype on what you've seen about you know tua and, and this just mad adrenaline he plays with ever since he got cracked ribs um this would be a week i would look elsewhere yeah uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go wild and say aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Um, and, and the reason you know you talked about Adams. If Adams plays, you play him. Um, yeah. If Adams doesn't play, though, they're going up against the Cards, and uh, the Cards ha- have given up uh, not a lot of touchdowns. I think they only get up six touchdowns to quarterbacks. Uh, they give about thirteen point eight fantasy points per game. And I mean, sure, Aaron Rodgers can get you more than that. Um, but they've just been a tough defense. They've done, they've done really well. They've gotten pressure on it. You know, J.J. Watt got a sack last game, I think. I mean, it, it really has been uh, a stout defensive performance by Arizona. I'm sure they played against Houston, and they suck. But they, they shut out. They, or they shut out. But they, they were crushing Tennessee in the first game of the season. So you know their defense is legit. You can, you know, stop Tennessee. So uh, I just, you know, I, not that, you I know. I like it. I like it. It's a good call, man. Bristly, you know, you might not want to do that. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers, but you no, know, like not having Devonte Adams, I think seventy percent of the targets or something like that on that team are Devonte Adams targets. Like, like seventy percent of the passing yards are Devonte Adams. So it's it's some absurd number. Um, it, it's like if Devonte Adams isn't playing, it's like, um. You know, he's the Aaron Rodgers of the passing offense. Like, it's like he, Aaron Rodgers can't throw to, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Like, they, they, he doesn't have, I mean, he's, he is still so good. You, you, it'll be fun to watch what, how he dials it up. But yeah, yeah man, um, if, if you, if you can, um, you know, yeah, I, I, I like that. Uh, would you go Daniel Jones or Aaron Rodgers? Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah, that's why I like that. It's a matchup. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's just me. Uh, well, what, what about you? Uh, you have any uh, running backs who you're gonna be mitigating? Yeah, man. You know, um, 
we talked about uh, this game already. Uh, Antonio Gibson versus the Broncos. Um, they are, uh, you know, 29th, you know, worst or fourth best, however you want to say it, versus RBs. So essentially they are really good. And then meanwhile, Antonio Gibson has, I think, stress fractures. Like that guy is running around on a football field with stress fractures. Like what are they doing? Like let that, you don't, I, I, I don't, I, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert. I, I mean, if they're You're shin splints, yeah, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. You know, I like the balls. I like the balls with the air in it. Um, I like the balls just the way they are, but I will say this. It just doesn't seem very smart. And especially in that matchup, like let the guy heal up. And uh, I wouldn't play J.D. McKissick either in this match. So, mm. no, I, I like it. I think it, it, it's a, uh, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good it's call. Good. It's a good call. It's a, it's a good call. You want to make those good calls. You know, mm -hmm. what I'm you want to make so, those good calls. You want to make those good calls. That's just uh, something you want to do. You know, gabagoo. Um, I like it. Uh, so for me, when I, when it comes to mitigate, it, this is this is tricky for running backs because. Every every week, a running back has a bad performance. Uh, it, it, it's just how it goes, you know. And so, uh, I mean, next week you could say there's a lot of different teams that you could look at. Like Austin Eckler, you're going to play him against the Patriots, even though the Patriots have done pretty good against the, right. the run. You're you're going to play uh, Swift every game. Like so, right. it's not really you know um, Demetric Felton. You're going to play. I mean, Demetric Felton, um, De Deion Johnson. You're going to play him against the Steelers. You know what right. I'm saying? So like almost every starting running back you're going to start. Um, maybe Devin Singletary. I mean, that's somebody who. I mean, why would you start him? But I mean, Zach Moss is somebody who you could consider. Uh, you know, maybe in Miami, not starting him if you think they're just going to go pass heavy but you know that the running backs get a little bit of of gristle there here and there from buffalo they're not the main focus so you could fade them but i really don't have a mitigate necessarily uh mike davis is always mitigatable by the way he should not be on your team he should get rid of mike davis you're stealing one of my eviscerates ah <laughs> well I, I did say get rid of him so i kind of did eviscerate him <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah sorry i didn't mean to dip into eviscerate that was kind of my bad no worries yeah, uh, but did you have anybody else that you wanted to mitigate? Because I do. I have some people I want to mitigate. Uh, you want to hop to wide receivers? Yeah, I got some wide receivers. Uh, so going back to the the Bills game, I'm I'm Tre'Davious White, Teron Johnson, Levi Wallace. Uh, that defense, I I don't like the matchup. I it, you know, Jalen Waddle was somebody you got, you know, probably in like the eighth seventh or eighth round in redraft leagues hopefully you have a stable and you know again i think people are going to be um really high on those guys um tua and waddle after their performances the past few weeks and i think this is a great week to just if you can look elsewhere i would put waddle on your bench just for this week i think this is probably probably his last bad week he has and and he'll probably still get you 10 points just on PPR, you know, but yeah. if, if you, you can look elsewhere, I would, I would right. sit waddle. Yeah. I'm going to say Tyler Lockett is not playable until Russell Wilson comes back. Yes. Yes. Not playable. Uh, and, uh, you know, this tonight he's got 3.2 points, you know, on, on one 
uh, you know, two catches for 12 yards. I mean, mm -hmm. so gross. He's over the top in your face, uh, you know, so uh, electric week one, just incredibly electric week one. Week two, he's credible. And now you've got Geno Smith. And it's just he's dead, dead man walking. So uh, he, he almost caught a deep one from Gino tonight, but just if for whatever reason, you know, I guess the Lord wasn't there. It just slipped right through his hands. It was bad. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm benching him. I'm also benching Julio Jones. I'm sorry, man. It makes me so sad because Lockett and Julio Jones were both guys on my um, wide receiver two three this year. So uh, not great, not great. But uh, Julio, not himself, and maybe he is himself, just injured, not playing well. Uh, AJ Brown, still the man. Um, I'm just going to be Julio's got to show me something. You know, get, what he had four targets last game, I and mean, it's just you know not acceptable. Yeah, I mean, I think he is a little bit dinged up, but um, you know, AJ Brown is is the it's so good to see him be AJ Brown again, you know. Um yes. that, the, the, it it was getting a little bit weird there for a second like, you know. I I I don't freak out as much on on skill positions as I do on on quarterbacks. But, you know, when you're getting like Calvin Ridley, it's getting scary. If you're a Calvin Ridley, you know, manager, then you are starting to get concerned. Yeah, he gets into the end zone last week, but um, A.J. Brown was kind of trending in this Calvin Ridley direction. And you got to see, no, he's A.J. Brown. This is all good. It's mm. all good. He, he had food poisoning. People were making Taco Bell jokes. I just want to say, I've never had food poisoning from Taco Bell. It was Chipotle, I oh, thought. Chipotle. Yeah. Did he, get, did he really get Chipotle? I've had, I I've think had so. it. I've had it from him. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it was Chipotle, but I could be wrong. But uh, yeah, still manned up and beasted in the second half of that game, you know? Mm hmm. With well, food poisoning. With food poisoning. I like it. Uh, Bo is fading my Julio fade. Well, you know what you're going to do, Bo? I, I'm I'm not in love with the Julio. I, 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 here's the thing. If Julio is 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 healthy, he's good to go. So Right. That's what I'm saying. That and, and he's looking more like he's not healthy than he is when he's healthy. So... Well, he was out. See, this is the reason why I would kind of side with Bo on this one is just he was out there last week. So then he's sort of due for, uh, you know, some progression. Like, you know, he, he survived last week. He, he played the game, you know, ran around, got some targets. Um, yeah, I don't think he's he's going to I don't think he's going to su supplant A.J. Brown, but um you you just never know when Julio is going to go off, and um, you know uh, the matchup. You know, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I it's it it'd be hard for me to fade my man Julio, but hey, I like the call. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to denigrate your call, bro. I'm just, he's got a a a nice yards per target. He's got seventeen point seven yards per target, uh, which is nice. But he's got zero touchdowns. He's got 300 yards on 17 catches. He should have had a touchdown, though. That was the worst call. That was like that that was up there with the Taylor Heineke call. Oh, like, what happened? Like, like, that's what that guy from Israel is saying. His foot landed in bounds. Like, he landed in bounds. Like, you see, 
you see his foot land and bounce. He puts his feet, and then for whatever reason, some part after his two feet come in bounds, touches out of bounds after he establishes that it doesn't. I'm I'm with it's, I'm yeah. with the Israeli man. Yeah, you know this is the thing though. A couple of years ago, when we lived in England, they didn't have VAR or instant replay. So they, I mean, in literally in the World Cup, England scored a goal and it didn't count it. So <laughs> I mean, before, so before soccer gets a big high horse <laughs> there, it's soccer. Soccer's been eviscerated for me. Oh, Peace out. What soccer? You have diving. You have Italian guys just falling down for a yeah. living over there all yeah. the time. You know, if, if you're not gonna lie, I like World Cup. I'll put, I'll throw it on. But who is, cares? If the Mediterranean Sea borders your country. You are practicing in the waves as a kid, falling down and drawing penalties. I mean, that yeah. that is just what you do, man. Like it is just a, a religion over there. And if I see another Italian guy going like this, <laughs> what the fuck is yeah. this? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, it's just it's so annoying. But and anyway, um, I'll, I'll rethink my Julio take. I'll do a deep dive. How about that? I will keep him in the possible mitigation zone, but I, I will look at his matchup this week. And he plays the Colts. Xavier Rhodes was out of the game last week injured. So maybe that might be an uptick for Julio, but Julio could go out of the game injured too. So, I mean, this is the well, thing. I mean, that's the thing is that I, I, that's why I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to listen to you. Like I'm not going to, I'm not fading Julio once this week. New. Once new. What? He said, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 I don't, I don't think that this is like, you know, I mean, he's not on my elevate category, but I bet you, um, you know, he, what he had like 5.8 in PPR. I'll bet you he gets 10 points this week. You know, like he, he survived. He's not, he's not, he, he's not injured. He didn't, he didn't get re-injured. He didn't re-aggravate anything. So that means he'll be better this week than he was last week. So he barely played, you know, he wasn't well. Yeah. Well, just watch him and see if he's well next week. You know okay. what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Because in, in week five, he wasn't well, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, man, he's, he's, you know, he is getting older. He's, he's been dealing with stuff. You know, he's had a hamstring already again, you know, yeah. had a hamstring a lot last season. So, um, but I'm just saying he's, you know, he's healthier headed into this week than he was, but who knows? I agree. All right, let's, let's jump to tight end tight, end. tight ends to mitigate. Uh, yeah, man. Ricky Seals Jones versus the Broncos. Um, just, uh, it's a bad, it's a bad defensive matchup. And, um, yeah, if you've, if you've got, you know, somebody, um, you know, like a Mo Alley Cox, uh, I would, I would, I would, you know, Ricky Seals Jones is, is, um, you know, he really has stepped in and, um, you know, emerged as a, a, a viable weekly plug and play and so i think um a lot of people would have confidence and it's a bad matchup for him mm. i i just want to be able to say mo alley cox another time on the show mo, 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 uh, mo, yeah. mo. Uh, we can put a montage together send it over to his people and let them know like we want mo alley cox so mo alley cox mo mo yeah. mo that's the best that's the best name in football i gotta tell mm. you I, I, there's not a better one you know yeah um, because all of Key and Peel's names are fake, but uh Hingle McCringleberry is a is a pretty good one. I do I'm I'm a fan of that. 
uh, for sure. So, all right. Uh, um, and I, I did, I did talk about picking up Cole Komet, um, this week and saying he's somebody maybe you want to pick up. I don't know if I would start him right away. Uh, mm-hmm. he's somebody I'm thinking it might need a little bit of mitigation, just given the situation over there with Justin Fields. And then also they're playing against the 49ers and the 49ers, eh, not too bad against the tight end. They give up less than 10 points. They give like 8.7 points. So that was somebody who was thinking, even though I did mention grabbing him, maybe you're not starting him. Maybe you're starting Uzama, you know, um, just, you know, that's, that's what I would do. Okay. Any defenses? No defenses. I mean, I, I just drop defenses every week. I'm a one week guy. So if you got whoever it is, just drop them and get somebody better. You know, I mean, I'm I'm gonna say Patriots. Uh, maybe Belichick uh is able to figure out Justin Herbert. Uh, maybe not. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with not uh, coming off a bye. Uh, I I the Chargers. I think uh they they just they play like the Chargers this game, so it's not a good week for the Patriots. Yeah, I like that. I think I think you know, Hunter Henry's touchdown streak. Eh, that's a tricky one to get, you know, to mm-hmm. keep that keep that alive. And uh, yeah, no, so very nice. Uh, what a nice catch he had, though. Oh, that was sick. Yeah, it was great. Little touch pass too. Um, all right. Well, I think that that eviscerate eviscerate. Yeah, um, I'm going to eviscerate Allen Robinson. Goodbye. Oh. Robinson. <laughs> Goodbye. You're lying. Yeah, you're lying. You are not going to do it. You have him in the BFFs. You are not. This is big talk. This is big talk. You aren't going to do it. I'm going to drop him. You are not going to drop Allen Robinson. He sucks. He's like the. Are are you going to do it? Be honest. You're you're getting on the wire. You're getting on the wire tomorrow. You're going to put your picks in, and you're dropping Allen Robinson. If I can get a better player than Allen Robinson, yes, he's going. He's gone. He's out there. Okay. If I can get get Mo Ali Cox, I will definitely. Drop Allen Robinson. So, okay. Mo Ali Cox. I'm not even gonna lie. You know, um, I put Allen Robinson question mark because I think it's it, he he's he's in the discussion. I can't do it yet. I can't do it yet. I think it's insane. I I I don't. I can't believe. Uh, the worst part about this is for me is that my wife is a fantasy football player and I'm pretty sure she she doesn't know what a safety is that you know to kind of give you what what we're working with here in terms of football knowledge and she just beginning the season you know she told me you know Allen Robinson isn't what you think he is and uh I'm really struggling to try and about face here I don't understand it uh, he should not be, uh, completely, uh, on the eviscerate section of the fantasy millionaires week seven, week eight, look ahead. What in God's name has happened? I don't understand. I don't understand. You can say Matt Nagy. You could say Matt Nagy. He had Matt Nagy before. I don't understand. He, he, he was his coach last year. Allen Robinson was like a top 10 wide receiver. It doesn't make sense. What is going on? Please. What else besides Matt Nagy? Justin Fields is a rookie quarterback. He's a rookie quarterback who is under duress. They have a terrible line. Um, they don't know how to run the football without, you know, David Montgomery being in there. They got a rookie running back. 
and they have uh, Jimmy Graham, who's 110 years old, as their starting tight end, and they suck. But you're not going to say eviscerate Darnell Mooney. No, no, no. Why would you eviscerate Allen Robinson? And I get the discussion. I think it's worthy of this amount of drama. Like, I think. Do you think that the past is the best predictor of the future, or do you think that he is going to suddenly become something he hasn't been this year? This year, I'm not talking about every other year. I'm talking about this year. You know. I mean, in the yeah. in the offense they have now and the role they have, like okay, okay. So here's my guy. Less here, here here's my guy. All right, I I I I had three guys written down. Allen Robinson had a question mark. Here's my guy. Okay, Brandon Ayuk. Okay, yeah, yeah this right. Cut Brandon Ayuk. Right. I think I think there's not going to be um this 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 kind of turmoil as there is with Allen Robinson. And it's the same reason why what you're saying, okay? If you're looking at the past with Brandon Ayuk, okay, he had a 2020 season um, where the Debo Samuel role. He had the Debo Samuel role, uh, but he also he did things that Debo couldn't do. Like, I mean, I, I think he has uh, maybe the biggest wingspan of any wide receiver like he, he he's got absurd physical traits you know he's he he, he should be good right mm-hmm. had the debo role but so 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 yeah you can you can make that argument with brandon the thing is with alan robinson it's like you have six years of data mm-hmm. and now it's just six six games it's hard is all i'm saying it, it it listen the way he's being utilized it makes sense that that Allen Robinson is being being eviscerated by you and question mark eviscerated by me because i don't get what the hell is happening but i don't understand why it doesn't matter how bad you are in the national football league like a wide receiver one is a wide receiver one, you know, like Brandon cooks has value, you know, like, do you think Brandon cooks is better than Allen Robinson? I don't think he's better, but I think he's in a, in a more advantageous position to get targets. I mean, this is what's crazy. Allen Robinson right now is averaging 7.7 fantasy points per game, right? Which puts him at wide receiver 75, 75. 75 that means you just watch you just watch him when managers who have him in their lives and he it's the third quarter he has zero points and you're like what in the hell is happening it's 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 time to eviscerate him from your lineup i'm sorry he i mean he'll have a game where he gets some some i mean if if you're in a deep league like this isn't the week to do it or last week wasn't the week to do it. i had to start him but he got me 3.6 points you know i mean he didn't do anything for me so um out of sheer frustration, I'm not going to be chasing him anymore. He's he's at least going to be mitigated until Matt Nagy gets fired. So uh, that, that's where I'm at. Uh, let's just, my wife is giving me that you do to hurry the hell up a text. All right. All right. Brandon Ayuk, Allen Robinson, and Mike Davis. See you later, yeah. Mike Davis. Mike You're Davis. hot dumpster fire. Let's do stacks of cash and we'll, we'll three tweets it and bounce out. All right, this is brought to you by Price Picks. Code Nimble. It's the same for all of them. It's like there's like a theme here. Do sign up for Price Picks. It's legal in Maryland now, Mike. 
you can sign up. Give me that money. Sign up to get a $100 deposit match guarantee. Or they have these, per, these these things each week where you can just make a bet, and then you can get your money back if you win or lose, but you always win. So it's like a $1, like if, if Tom Brady throws for, like, you know, has one passing attempt or something, which he does. So there's all these ways to get the money over there at Price Picks. Do sign up. Uh, let's talk about your uh, sirloin, sir. Oh, my filet? Oh, your filet. I'm sorry. Your filet mignon. Yeah, let's start out with the filet. Uh, pretty pretty easy one. Wouldn't be surprised if you came up with the same one. Uh, Matt Stafford, 7,600. Cooper Cup, 9,000. 16,600. You got $33,400 to build your lineup. Why not? Why mm-hmm. not? Cooper Cup is ridiculous. It does. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need touchdowns. It, 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 those little nine-yard plays that he turns in 20-yard plays, every time he touches the ball, is fine like he doesn't need to, to and then and then then he gets you your 80 yard touchdown i mean he, he does 40 burgers every week now i mean 7600 pay down for stafford at 7600 and then uh, uh you know cooper cup 9000 worth every single cent mm-hmm. yeah no I, I love that one i didn't go that one um and mine is like a cheap, expensive. It's like a ex- cheap, expensive one. It's expensive, but it's kind of cheap. Um, and, you know, it might actually be, uh, you know, the best one so far. Uh, Joe Burrow, 7,100, and, and Chase at 70. That was my sirloin. So, I know. yeah. That's my, yeah. I, I got my other one it is a little lower. It's a little cheaper as my sirloin. So, I mean, that it just, oh my gosh. You know, yeah. Like, oh my gosh. 14.6 for those two. 14.6. You got 35, 400 to build the rest of your lineup. There's Ooh. no reason not to do it. No, it's sexy. I do like your call with the Stafford. I just thought that was where you might go. So I wanted to give a little bit of different, different opinion. Let me jump in with my 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 uh you know my sirloin now that uh you've given your fillet because my sirloin is Tom Brady and Chris Godwin. So Tom Brady seventy one hundred. Chris Godwin still sixty five hundred. He scored like twenty eight points last week. It's like what the holy mm-hmm. hell, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I love them. Uh, they're only a little bit less expensive. They're only, you know, a thousand less expensive uh, than, you know, Burrow and, and Chase, but I think they're a good value. So if you're looking for that value, it's a, you know, it's still pay up, but it's not as expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that I, I had a pretty expensive sirloin with Burrow and Chase at 14, six, but it's, um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's worth, it's worth it. So, um, all right, here's a cube for you. All right. Here's my cubie. Cube, cube. Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. fifty five hundred, and then Marvin Jones at fifty nine hundred, or Laviscus Chenault at forty seven hundred. I might double stack those those homeboys versus the Seattle defense. Um, I I I I think Trevor Lawrence comes out and has another nice big game this is going to be a nice week for trevor lawrence so uh, i'm going to be cubing it up with my man trevor lawrence uh all the way down at 5500 uh and um i'm i'm going to be cubing it up with some 5900 marvin jones and some 4700 chenault i I like that that's a that's a very cheap uh cube stack do do you know who gives up uh, uh like the the most points, the most points to quarterbacks in the NFL. The most. 
the Washington football team? Ah, yes. Yes, you're correct. And and our boy, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, not playing that great. Didn't play great last week. Uh, he's getting and he gets Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy, 49 hunch. Oh, that's a cube. Yeah, he's 54 that's and cube. Yeah, it's just 50, it's 10 3. 10 3. You got that's a cube. Guys. Jerry Judy could go bananas if he's, uh, you know. Oh, you cubed me, baby. But, but, but I had to cube it up. I had to go good on this one. I want people to, you know, to win it. Uh, in it to win it. Um, by the way, my, my, my stuff is working. I can share my screen. So, awesome. yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried. You do not have to. Um, that, that is our DFS stacks of cash. Um, you know, prize picks, code Nimble. That's what you got to do. Our, our last segment is brought to you by BigTimeFlavor.co. Boom at Big Time. The man, he's been here most of the time. I think he dipped out. Love you, Bo. Uh, your shit is the best. Let's get mm. into, let's get into. Uh, One of my wife's friends just bought some. They loved it. Oh, I like that. Make sure I can, I share the right screen here before I pop it and drop it. And oh yeah. Okay. So this is, this is my three tweet. This is Mike Leach. Who I believe he's the Texas A&M coach. Is that where he is? Um, I don't know where he's somewhere. They, they're asking him about Halloween candy, uh, and this is Mike Leach on ESPN for a minute talking about all the Halloween candy that, that he enjoys. You know, and uh, I, I think it's hilarious. Here we go. We talked about on the broadcast how you hate candy corn. What's your favorite Halloween candy corn? I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, well, gummy bears. Let's see. Uh, gummy bears for sure. Uh, um, the, the, the hair bow. It's got to be the hair bow ones. And then uh, the other thing I like is uh, have the, the uh, sprees in a box. Outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it. But I do. And then the latest, the, the, but latest, I do. You know, the, the innovation. Although what the hell is this? Back, I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall. Because they have gummy everything. And then, uh, but uh, um, the, uh, you know, they have those nerds clusters, which is new. Yeah, which is good. The nerds clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, uh, probably Almond Joy. Love it. Hopefully you'll get some of that next week. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Thanks, guys. He's so funny, man. I love him. Uh, that's Mike Leach, if you don't know. Uh, and I don't think he's from a and so Is it a and over there? I don't know. He's got an M on his shirt. I'm not sure where Leach is from. Bo would correct me right now if he was here. But uh, he he's funny. He makes me laugh. So That's um, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, he's just, he hates candy corns. He, he wanted you to know that, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. They they just stomped up on that, that, that uh, Mississippi State. The Mississippi yeah. State, yeah. There you go. You're you're you're, you're right. So let, let's let's go to yours. Uh, I see yours up here, looking yeah. hilarious. So uh, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> these are, these are the kind of things that make me laugh. Sorry. Uh, so this is this is the famous uh, black dude behind his behind the tree, rubbing his hands. Look at his lips. That, yeah. is all, all, it's just it's never overused because it just expresses Perfect. some part of the human mind that really everybody understands. <laughs> and somebody did a great tweet with this. They said, um, <laughs> Sean Watson walking into the Dolphins training facility looking for the massage area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a great one. Oh, I love it. That's so <laughs> that's, that's perfect. 
That's a perfect use of that. <laughs> yeah, it's a great use of that guy. That is yeah. awesome. Now, oh man, I love it. I don't know. I mean, who wins retreats? I think I'm going to give it to you, man. That 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 tickled my funny bone. I like that guy. Okay. So that that guy's funny. You know, the the winning tweet from from uh, this week uh, is is from me, and uh, I shared this with you earlier. I told you I was going to tweet it out. Um, th- this is a tweet um, by. Uh, myself, and so it's not about me necessarily, but I-, I wanted to get into this tweet. Um, Donald Trump started his own social media network, his own social network called Truth. Uh, and before I think before it even went live, I think before, like, it, or maybe right when it went live, as soon as it went live, um, it was hacked, uh, of course, uh, because it had no security. And this is the picture that they posted when they hacked into his account. This is the first. <laughs> post from donald trump to all his all the people on truth so it's a picture of a pig <laughs> shitting on its own balls <laughs> so it says donald j trump that's the picture he tweeted out the first picture so you're on this truth account <laughs> Followed down Trump on truth. I mean, that's why you got on truth. You know what I mean? Oh. What's he gonna? What's he gonna give us? What's he gonna give us? Somebody hacked him right away. So, oh my just, gosh, the world. God bless these people. I know. It, God people, bless those hackers. They're so happy. So, well, I, that's it for us, man. I loved it. I'm crying right now. Um, you know, great show as always. You're the man, and uh, you know, I hope you guys cash this week. Hope you win it all. Check out my man Mike Collins over there at the Ralph Macho on Twitter. Follow us over at the Millionaires, uh, FF Millionaires on Twitter as well. And then I'm over at nimblewnumbers.com. You can also find me at nimblewnumbers on Twitter. You can also find uh, me over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And I'm a tout for Run the Sims, for Occupy Fantasy, for Prize Picks, for Underdog, for Football Guys, for BigTimeFlavor.co. Man, it's just there's a bunch of stuff going on. Please do check out all the work we're doing. It's tremendous. And I finally beat Bo in the clash of the beards and bellies. After three weeks, I put up a 170-something on him with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. Uh, and I got to say, uh, it felt good. It felt good to kick his ass because he's good. He is good. And uh, he still beat me 4-3 uh, to three overall. Uh, but you know what I got to say? Shout out to you. You beat me in the top score lineup by point four. Bro. You, when you sent me that tweet, you know, because me, Bo, and Stax, we, we play each other in DFS to see who has the highest score of the week. And when I said, you know, pony up, when you sent me back that picture, I was so blown because I was like, oh, my gosh, he topped me. And then I looked at it. I was like, oh, no. Mm-mm. Point four win. Point that four. was a one- close one, bro. 196, uh, 64 to 196. 24 yeah uh, crazy crazy me and Bo played uh, earlier this year and he beat me by two uh 90 it was like 98 to you know 200 to 198 which i thought was crazy to be but but lose by 0.4 that's four yards four. yeah you know that's four yards that's just you, your guys had four more yards than my guys i needed oh, that yeah 
That was crazy. That was a spot football, you know, up an inch or two. So uh, great game, my friend. Glad you pulled out that victory. And I can't wait for week eight, man. Like you said, we're halfway there. Uh, after this, we'll kind of cross the threshold. we got 17 weeks this year, so a little bit different. But uh, it's tremendous. I'm so excited. And, uh, yeah, go get the, go get your fantasy championships, right? Go go get eviscerated. Uh, all those guys, Mike Davis, get them off your team. Get the good guys on your team. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything else we, we got to say before we get out of here? That's it for me, man. Uh, as always, man, love everybody. Uh, and uh, as I always like to say, man, spread it around. Peace and love. Peace and love. Great way to end it.